0: Welcome to the Brandon Bloom podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. Have you ever wanted to start a podcast of your own? welcome to the brandon bloom podcast on this episode i'm diving into how you can start and promote a podcast of your own in 15 simple steps how's that for you a podcast about how to podcast i'm diving into this because ever since launching brandon bloom i've had a ton of inquiries from my listeners followers subscribers clients about how they can do this themselves because it seems a little complicated. They're curious about the tools that I use, the steps that I take, and how I kind of did it all so fast. So just to preface this, I had been working on the idea of a podcast for a while, but I hesitated because I thought that only people with fancy equipment, studios, and staff could start podcasts. And then on the flip side, I had no idea where to begin, even if that wasn't the case. The concept and the tech was so foreign to me. But then, after enough guidance and inspiration from colleagues and encouragement from my community, I just kind of went for it. And I'm so glad that I did. Launching my podcast, this podcast has been an amazing experience and I can already start sensing how it's helping me scale my business and my knowledge as a solopreneur. It's helping me hone my skills as a speaker and pick up on certain mannerisms and tactics for how I present myself with public speaking, which is huge because I am a public speaker. I teach workshops, I do master classes, all of that. So, while the majority of that now is online, it does help me when it comes to my trainings and how I speak about my business. So that's another huge benefit of podcasting. It's not just putting your business out there, it's helping you hone your professional skills. So this podcast is for all of the solopreneurs and small business owners or hobbyists out there who want to start a podcast but aren't really sure How? So if you haven't started one because you're not sure what to do or because you feel like it has to be perfect, listen up. The beauty of podcasting is that it doesn't have to be perfect and anyone can do it. I was a newbie to all of this a couple months ago and was able to set up and run mine without spending a cent. So if DIY podcasting is something you want in on too, keep listening. Podcasting is so simple and so much fun once you get in a groove. Getting set up takes a bit of time, but once you're going, it's all gravy, baby. Plus, it's only audio. The prep work for each episode doesn't take nearly as long as, say, planning to record videos, going live, writing blog posts. You get the idea. Podcasting is such a unique way to create and repurpose content as a means to share your expertise and stories. It's a great way to do all of that faster. I've broken down all of my steps into a checklist, a 15-part checklist. So this is living on my website right now on my blog, and there's a free printable checklist that comes with it. So I'm going to run through that, but the links are here if you want to go read those, read the transcript of this, read the blog post, and um, download the checklist for yourself. So The steps are broken down into two parts, starting a podcast and promoting a podcast. And these are the exact exact steps that I've taken to start and market mine. It's not perfect, and I'm sure there are a million different ways to go about doing this, but these are the steps that worked beautifully for me. And like I said, I was completely new to this when I started. So you pick up on it fast once you have a process. So I want to get you up and running if this is something that interests you. So first off, starting the podcast, what is the first thing that you need? Which again, I didn't know, but the first thing that you need is to pick a hosting platform. So podcasts, you can't just record the audio and plop it on Apple or Spotify or Google Play. You need a program to host your podcast so it can have its own RSS feed. So for this, there are many options like Libsyn and Acast. I use Acast because they have a really great free version and amazing customer service for when you're confused they have an awesome chat feature and they get right back to you that is a huge plus for me step number two pick a name you'll need this to get started on your hosting platform so you want to pick a podcast name you may have one already but i advise that you just research a bit maybe on apple podcasts and spotify to see if your name is already in use If it is, you can still use it, but just beware, the promotional space will be much more competitive. So I recommend picking a unique podcast name that isn't already taken. It makes marketing it much easier. Step number three is to pick a type. So there are various types of podcasts. Is your podcast educational? Is it lifestyle? Is it business? Is it comedy? Is it serial or episodic? Will it just be you or will you also have guests? These are all things to consider and it's best to plan them out in advance. Step number four is to write a description. So what is your podcast about? What will you share? Who are you trying to reach? What will you teach? How will it help people? So in three to five sentences, describe who you are, what your podcast is, and what makes it unique. That's a fun part. Step number five is create your podcast art. So if you've been on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'm sure you've seen that a podcast has a little square image that goes along with it. So that's your podcast art. Now you can use Canva to create a podcast cover that's unique to you and your brand, The size should ideally be at least 1,400 pixels by 1,400 pixels, so a square. And make sure the title of your podcast is easy to read, so don't go crazy with like cute, wispy fonts. Keep it simple and clean. Use a sans font. I also recommend that you include a photo of yourself with your cover art just to further humanize and attract your listeners. People are going to be more inclined to... Listen to a podcast if they have a reference point like that. It's someone they know or they recognize. It just kind of humanizes your brand more, right? I've talked about that a lot on other podcast episodes and why that is so, so important. So step number six is to outline your list of episode topics or at least your initial episode topics. I use Trello to keep track of my episodes and use that as a reference when I record. So to think of topics, I recommend looking at your blog and consider any popular content you've already shared that you could repurpose into audio as well as on your social media platforms. So what's really helpful is if you sit down and you just make a list of the topics that you are confident that you could talk about at length and then look for certain themes or maybe topics within topics. So My first step was recording my most popular blog posts. Then once the podcast episodes are live, I go back and update those blog posts with like the embed player of that episode. So readers can also listen to the content as well as subscribe to the podcast. So I'll dive into this more further um, as we move forward. Step number seven is to record your pre-launch episodes. So have at least five to seven episodes of your podcast recorded and ready to go from your topic list. So to record, I do it right on my MacBook using QuickTime audio recording and my Blue Yeti microphone, which is what I'm on right now. But you can also just record using your Apple headphones and your computer or your headphones and your iPhone. I've done both, and the audio quality is pretty consistent across formats. I love how easy it is to record. My best ideas usually come to me when I'm walking around the neighborhood or in the garden. So, for some episodes, I've literally just popped on headphones and hit record on my iPhone with the Voice Memo app, which is automatically included on all iPhones. It's so, so easy. I will say though, While on the go recording is fun, it is important that you loosely plan out each episode so there is structure of some kind. There has to be value for the listener, they don't just want to hear you blab about your life at random. There has to be structure. So you want to teach them something, give them takeaways. And when I record on the go, I always go into it with an initial thought that I know will have a valuable takeaway or task for them to try. And this episode is a prime example. I'm giving you 15 steps and it also comes with a checklist. So there's some sort of value and takeaway. Step number eight is to record a trailer. So this is just a brief one to three minute audio snippet that introduces listeners to you and your podcast. so this will appear at the top of most podcast publishing programs like apple podcasts and it helps new visitors who aren't sure if they want to subscribe or not understand what your podcast is about so on my website i have an example of this it's literally a quick two to three minute audio of me introducing myself in the podcast content with some music in the background simple as that step number nine is to record an intro and an outro so an intro is what appears before your episode content and an app and an outro is what appears after it so this will add flair to your podcast episodes and you can edit them in each time. So it includes music to make it stick out and get people used to your format. It's kind of like a podcast sandwich, your intro, then it's your content, then it's your outro. But if you're using music to kind of add that extra element, make sure that it's royalty free. And even then, it's still appropriate and respectful to credit the creator. I found mine for no cost and rights-free in the YouTube audio library, so please, I can't stress this enough, make sure that your music is royalty and rights-free so you're not breaching any copyrights. Read the fine print and make sure you can use someone else's audio for your podcast. And if you find a tune that fits the bill, make sure to take screenshots of what it is, where you downloaded it, and the rights tied to it with the URL visible for reference should you get challenged for it in the future at least then you have proof step number 10 is to edit your episodes and this is probably the most daunting task for people when i recorded all of my episodes i was like well now i gotta figure out how to beautify them (laughs) so that took a lot of experimenting at first i was trying to like download all these free wonky programs from the internet And then I was trying to use iMovie and then I realized GarageBand was a thing, which I'd never heard of, (laughs) even though it's like automatically on my MacBook. So GarageBand is awesome and that's what I've been using to edit all of my episodes. So I want you to come up with a simple system for editing your episodes so they're not clunky. You want them to be easy to listen to. So like I said, I use GarageBand on Mac to edit my episodes. I have one project with my intro and outro already uploaded in there so that every time I edit an episode, the only bit I have to change each time is the actual episode audio content. Editing allows me to cut out any weird spots seamlessly. To make this easier on yourself, I recommend recording somewhere it's quiet and background noise is minimal. I do it in my office. It will make the editing process so much easier. So take a listen to a few of my episodes if you haven't already and you'll see what I mean, including this one. GarageBand is also how I was able to make my sole intro and outro audio files, so it's me talking with music in the background. And again, I was completely new to GarageBand, but once I opened it and just started playing around, I found it was really quite easy to use. So to save, just click share and then export to disc. Boom, you have your first episode ready to upload. Step number 11 is to upload your episodes to your hosting platform. So you want to import your episodes to your hosting platform like ACAST, and when you do this, you're allowed to create a title, subtitle, and description for the episode, as well as upload episode art if you want. Make sure your headlines are short and keyword-rich to help guide listeners who may be looking for info on a particular topic or theme. You never want to have a podcast episode up that does not have a title. Make sure there's titles. Step number 12 is to then distribute your podcast. This is the fun part. So once you have your initial episodes in your hosting platform, it's time to distribute them. I was so freaking stoked when I saw my podcast appear on Apple and Spotify, and I may have only just started, but hey, that's me and that's my brain out there. So that was pretty cool. Anyway, you can pay your hosting platform to automatically disseminate your podcast across platforms for you, or you can do it yourself. For example, Acast is free, but they'll charge me if I want to link up all my distributors like Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. I did it myself because I made it my mission to find a way to have a podcast totally free of charge. (laughs) And honestly, the the workaround was... Low effort, just a couple extra steps. And there are a ton of places you can distribute your podcasts. So to start, I would go with the big guys that you already probably know, and you can always branch out from there. So all you have to do is fill out a form for each distributor. And the ones that I recommend doing that for are Apple Podcasts, Spotify for podcasters, Google Play Podcast Portal, and then Stitcher for podcasts. Okay, coming now into the promotional stuff. So this is the part two of my checklist. So step number 13 is to prep your graphics. So you want to create a series of graphics for your Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, Snapchat, for both your walls and your grids, as well as your stories. So I also recommend creating audio snippet graphics to promote your episodes. And you've probably seen those nifty 30-second video clips with the wave bars floating around Instagram and Facebook promoting people's podcast episodes. I have an example of that on my website, but they are incredibly effective for garnering attention. I use Headliner to make these. It takes a bit of time to play around with, but it's worth it. (laughs) When you get it just right, it is worth it. They're really beautiful. Step number 14 is to pre-promote your podcast. So before you go buck wild marketing your podcast, try to gain some initial traction for it to garner early subscribers and reviews first. In advance of going live, I sent my podcast to my email subscribers, to my family and friends to let them know about it and ask them to listen, subscribe, and rate. So having a few ratings before you launch will encourage more listeners, subscribers, and reviewers. This acts as a unique form of social proof. It takes literally, what, 30 seconds, if that, to rate and review a podcast that you like. So encourage your inner circle to support you before you go public. You can listen, subscribe, and rate mine everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places. So if you haven't done that yet, please do. It helps so much. Okay, step number 15. This is the last step And it's the longest, so we're almost there. But step number 15 is thinking about long-term promotion. So there's a few techniques here that I need you to know about. The first one is to publish a podcast page on your website. So have a unique page on your website, also known as your territory, right? That's a space that you own where you can draw attention to your podcast and capture leads on your website. So you don't just want to drive followers from social media right to Apple or Spotify. You want to get them to your site first so you get their unique page visit, and this will eventually impact your page rank on search engines like Google and Bing, etc. And I'm not an SEO expert, but I know enough, and I've had coaches guide me through this, and this is what they've recommended. So I'm recommending the same for you. On top of that, I want you to think about how you can multi-format and repurpose your episodes for other content. So if you want to encourage more views, visitors, and subscribers to your podcast... Then I want you to think about all the ways that your podcast content can be formatted and repurposed. So here are a couple examples. You could publish a transcript as a blog post for every episode and then embed each episode within so they can listen right from your website. The longer someone is on your website, the better, remember. You could write an email to your subscribers with the episode as the focal point or just send the episodes as a written email every time that an episode is published. You could make your episode into a video or vice versa. So this is a more advanced technique, but it's super efficient. Maybe you go live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram a lot. Plop those videos into iMovie, extract the audio, edit the audio in GarageBand to make it into a podcast episode. It requires no extra recording on your end. I've done this for a couple of my episodes, as I'm sure you guys know, um, And it really works like a charm. So just make sure that you brief your audience so they know what to expect. In my description and in previous episodes, I've let you guys know that I publish directly recorded episodes like this, as well as audio from videos or audio from keynotes or workshops. And when I have permission, some business meetings, if it's going to help you. My goal is to provide my listeners with the most valuable content possible related to personal branding and marketing. So for me, this comes in many formats. Transparency is important in marketing any piece of content within your business. So when in doubt, just be straight up with your audience so they know what they're getting when they subscribe and listen. Your podcast doesn't have to be perfect. That's the beauty of this. Actually, it's imperfections that create intrigue and make it more desirable, Podcasts are popular for a reason. They're versatile, story-driven, value-driven, casual, fun. Keep those attributes in mind as you bring yours to life. Be consistent. So this is the final little mini step within step 15. If you're going to host a podcast, host a podcast. Don't go through all the effort of setting up and drawing in subscribers to then only leave them hanging because you didn't have a system to scale forward. This is a commitment you must make before you even hit record. So stay consistent with your posting schedule and your process. Do new episodes air every Monday, Friday, Monday and Friday, every other week. Either way, it's important that you let your audience know so they know when to expect and what to expect right from the get-go. So to finish off, I just want to give you a quick overview of my simple podcast system, how I do this. So I pick a day of the week to batch record and edit anywhere from like four to ten episodes at once. Then I write blog posts for each one. I write emails for each one. And then I have two to three social media posts for each one. I schedule then the distribution for each piece of content through Acast, through my blog on Squarespace, through Planoly, which I use to plan out my Instagram content, through Buffer, which I use for Twitter, and LinkedIn, and then Tailwind, which I use for Pinterest, so that my content is automatically disseminated for the podcast over a couple months at a time. And then every few weeks, I just start that process again. And it sounds like a lot of work. And honestly, it is when you first start. If you're not used to this, I'm a marketer. I've been working with systems for a while. I'm good about practicing good marketing routines and content creation. I know what that looks like. Um, but systems have made this process of content creation so much easier, especially for all of us entrepreneurs who tend to do everything ourselves for the first several years, if not forever, for the entirety of our business. So once you have a system and you start to automate tasks, all of this gets so much easier. You can do this with any project or task within your business. Systemize as much as possible. And that's what I teach inside my business as a digital marketing coach for solopreneurs. How to increase your online exposure with stress-free organic marketing strategies and techniques. So if you want to learn more about all of that, head to my website and check out my online courses because there is a lot of systemizing for you to know about to help make things like social media marketing a lot easier. Now, in terms of podcasts, I will say as we finish up here, if your budget does allow, you can hire someone to do all of this stuff for you, but what's the fun in that? You know, like challenge yourself to learn a new skill. Podcasting is brand new to everyone, right? So why don't you challenge yourself to try that? And then down the road, you can always outsource if your podcast gains enough traction. But there is so much value in learning a new skill. And like I said at the beginning, it teaches you more things about yourself. It helps you develop yourself professionally. And that is so incredibly important. And as with your marketing, podcasting can be as simple or as advanced as you want it to be. But my advice is to take it slow and go step by step. So the world, I believe, needs your story and you've got this. So if you start a podcast, I want you to let me know, head over to my website and share a link on this blog post or tag me on Instagram at Ms Liz Fleming, or actually any social media network. I would love to check it out. And as I mentioned before, there is a free printable checklist that goes along with this episode. It has the 15 simple steps laid out. It's um, I know I talked for a while, but the checklist is one page. It's super simple. Um, You can print it out, check it off while you're going through the tasks, or you can um, copy each of the tasks and just import them into Trello. So it's all digitized. That makes it even easier, as I mentioned earlier up here, when it comes to planning out your episodes. Trello is amazing and you can get a free trial, I believe, with the link I included. So that is how you can start a podcast and promote it in 15 simple steps. I'm not joking. If you're brand new to this, this is the best way to start if you especially want to do it all for free. You don't need a huge team. You don't need a lot of fancy equipment. You just got to start and plan it out a little, have some structure, and don't be afraid to take those risks and put yourself and your voice out there. I am confident that you can do it, and I'm so excited to see what you create. Did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com. For more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me, there's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more. And if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is Brandon Bloom Pod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M S L I Z F L E M I N G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you next time.